Hi, everyone. This is Cameron Williams with Glendale Post Sermon, or GPS. Uh, we like to know where we are spiritually, mentally, and as a body in Christ. Um, so here we ask the hard questions of uh, how we get to the bottom of our faith and see where we, we truly are. Um, I'll be uh, speaking with Brian on most days, uh, but we'll have a guest star every so often. Um, and as our first episode, I'd just like to say uh, welcome, Brian. Thank it's you. good to be here. Thank you so much for uh, taking this time to uh, talk uh, more about your sermons. <laughs> happy, happy to do it, and I'm happy for the chance to dive delve a little bit deeper with you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So um, we're kicking off uh, the first week of Diversity Series with um, Brian. And, uh, and Brian, you talked a little bit about um, how a diverse community um, can really help us grow as people. Uh, could you um, maybe talk a bit more about that, delve a little bit deeper? Sure. I think that when we're in uh, diverse settings, and that's diversity in all forms, uh, age, and cultural background, and just generally as people, even if you are, are similar than someone in a lot of ways, there's some differences that are going to be uh, very unique to you. I think spending time in community and, and diverse community at that helps us to grow because it helps us learn about ourselves more. It helps us learn about how to connect uh, with others. Something that I've studied a lot over the last few years that's growing in popularity is the Enneagram. And in Enneagram teaching, it teaches you that the best thing about you is also the worst thing about you, which has been a really uh, profound learning uh, for me because oftentimes I think the way that we view the world, we can start to think of as it's the best. So the way that I see things, the way that I look at situations is like the best way. And we all like to think that we're rational human beings who are just making rational decisions and we don't understand why anyone else could possibly see things any differently than us. But it's important for us sometimes to be with other people, to recognize that they see things differently. And it's powerful to learn from that and understand that the gifts of someone else um, are, are just as powerful as yours. And they, their gifts are important and needed in God's kingdom as yours are as well. So there are going to be times in like real community settings and authentic community where you hurt each other, where you stress each other out. There's going to be certain personalities that are hard for you to get along with. And sometimes that's telling you something about yourself that's really important for you to, to learn and, and grow from. So I think it's so important to be in spaces where you can be unified uh, with other people, but not uniform. That It's not just you looking and being exactly the same, but it's unity despite differences. And that's something that I think there's just not a lot of, especially in our world today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well put. Um, that's, yeah, I, I, I think sometimes we can feel more introspective at times um, based on our culture, based on um, uh, social media and, and things like that. We can kind of like to see, like, like you said uh, in, in your sermon, like we like to see um, uh, our own, our own perspective on things constantly through media. 
and so we don't really get a uh, other perspective or or if we do get other perspectives we can instantly comment our own perspective on that so yeah it's that uh, that's a really good point of reflecting and, and seeing how you can be through uh, other people and other interactions um, how, how would you describe the the benefits of a diverse spiritual community uh, to a singular secular community and what I mean by that is how would you um, tell uh, someone who usually doesn't go to church or doesn't um, conform so much with uh, others or even others of a diverse how would you tell them the benefits of maybe coming to church and uh, seeing what they, what they can get from that sure yeah I, I think that for me one of the most profound benefits is the fact that as as a group as a as a church we are seeking really important life-giving things and we are trying to orient ourselves around the love of God and like what that looks like and and what that means and i think if we're honest with ourselves and kind of the way we live today we don't really orient ourselves around like really deep truths that are like foundation points uh, for us. Uh, several years ago, I performed a, a wedding ceremony for somebody and uh, they told me that they weren't sure that they wanted much of like a Christian message in there, but they really enjoyed like the teachings of Buddha. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, well, what, what parts of that resonate with you? And the person could tell me nothing basically. And it's like, okay, wait, what? So it means a lot to you, but you don't know any of them? And I think that was a a pretty good illustration of how we all, and I am totally guilty of this, I'm raising my hand on this at times, how we can forget what it is that we're truly living for. And that's why for me it's so profound to come together and a part of our church is that we take communion together every week and that for me is hopefully a central part of my week that I remember where I am in the story of God. And as a community, then we reflect on what that means. And it once again centers me on like, this is what I'm living from. So if somebody was to ask me, you know, what is it that you're living for? What's most important to you? That would be something that I would say pretty immediately. And again, I'd be so guilty if I didn't have like a constant reminder, if I wasn't among my Christian brothers and sisters and remembering that together all the time, I could be exactly like that person and say, oh, this is very meaningful to me. And then someone would say, well, well, then what what is it about that? And so I would encourage anybody who um, is, I mean, really alive (laughs) to think of what are the most important things to you and how could you orient yourself uh, around those things. I've talked before in a sermon about like the idea of tolerance and everybody loves tolerance today. Like, oh, I just love all people. And that's a really great idea, but loving everyone everywhere is a great way to love like not really anyone anywhere. Uh, and so if that is something that is of high priority to you, then how are you positioning yourself uh, to do that would be the question that I would ask. And it's just easy to perhaps say that you believe something, but then actually living it out is something that we don't always do if we're just on our own. Yeah, that's a 
that's a really good perspective. Um, I've, yeah, I, I, I know as a Christian, um, I can always, uh, come back to my family, uh, come back to this place and, and that that's a rock for me. But, but yeah, um, I, I know too, sometimes I could be like, well, I love this. This is what, this is my religion. This is what I believe in. And then someone will say, well, what's your favorite Bible verse? And I'll be like, uh, give me, give me a minute. Yeah. So yeah, that, uh, that's, it's, it's, it's hard enough for us as, oh, yeah. as Christians, practicing Christians, to remember this if you didn't have some sort of rhythms and practice in your life at all. I think it would be even more difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good, um, very good point. Um, and uh, just leading right into um, how do you think opening up to criticism helps us become a more diverse community? Because I know that sometimes we can we can be uncomfortable with criticism. Uh, I think we kind of expect um, almost the worst when someone, like we expect them to think the worst. So how how is opening up to that uh, a good thing for us and to create a more diverse community? Yeah, I, I, and I think if you're in a truly diverse community, Christina Cleveland says this this way, if you're part of a diverse community, then expect to be offended 100% of the time. And... I think that's somewhat accurate, maybe not 100% of the time, but if you're in a place where there's diverse opinions and perspectives, expect toes to be stepped on at times, expect things to get a little bit awkward and and strange, expect to mess up at times and rely on the grace of other people. When you're open to other people's feedback and criticism, though, I think it ultimately is what helps you grow. How else are you supposed to grow if you aren't hearing like this is how you're perceived this is how those things were understood how are we supposed to grow if we aren't like hearing from other people and getting feedback and then hopefully moving forward because I know for me some of the most profound times in my life have been when someone who loved me has pulled me aside and kind of looked me in the eyes and said Brian you're not acting like yourself what's going on and I needed that in those moments and we, I think, all need that from time to time. And we need sometimes to have people around us, uh, mentors, supporters, who are with us and seeing us in the day-to-day and helping to encourage us on, on our journey. And that, at times, is going to involve criticism and involve some questioning. And that's something that ultimately, I think, helps us to to grow but it's hard to learn from i think we often when we hear any voice of criticism it's easy to shut it down and think about all the ways that that's not true about us but it's important i think to be honest about the parts that we play in whatever it is that we mess up or that we're involved in and be willing to move forward from that yeah um I know that uh, we all kind of struggle with with criticism um, in different ways. Uh, I think some of us tend to hear something and almost take it instantly or maybe even take it and, and maybe not do so much with it. And and others just tend to like, oh, well, I, I'm not like that. That's not who I am. Um, and ultimately, you, you might be right. That's not who you are, but it might be what you're doing. You, you never truly know um, uh, yourself. Um, 
I've 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 been to uh, I've been to a psych psychiatric uh, therapy uh, before, and and one thing I've learned from that definitely is you can't um, you can't remuddle something in your mind because it's only from one perspective. And if you do that, it, you tend to create an unhealthy habit. So, um, so, so just reflecting and just having someone there to tell you, like, hey, you might not be doing this, right? And that's and that's kind of hard because we all, I think, as people, we actually want to tell people what they want to hear. We don't want to create um, strife between our friends or or something. But but sticking up and and actually saying, like, hey, I I don't think this is you and I don't think you're doing this because it's better for you. I think you're doing this just because you want to do it. That's that can be hard sometimes. So yeah. Um, so so yeah. Uh, uh, I think that uh, we're we're about at time. Thank you so much, Brian, for the uh, first episode um, of GPS. So this has been GPS Glendale Post Sermon. Um, with Cameron Williams and uh, Brian Shackman. And you can find us um, at glendale.church where, uh, or uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Glendale Church of Christ. Um, and we're in Glendale, California. So uh, thank you so much for listening to us.